So, Kevin, oh. was Zola shot on film or digital? <laughs> uh, digital? No. What the fuck? It was shot on Super 16. Why? Why? I don't know. That's weird. But Courtney's birthday was this week. She rented a theater and we saw a promising young woman and we saw this trailer and up on the big screen you can see the grain yeah my friend kimmy asked daniel is it film or digital and i said uh well i'm not sure <laughs> so i looked it, it up later and it was super 16 oh there you go that doesn't i mean i okay you that like they're obviously they're, they're obviously making a point to do that but like you don't need to spend that much money to make that point <laughs> But they they wanted it. I yeah yeah I I guess and like but like it's like it's I saw somebody I saw somebody write that like uh shooting on film is like writing a handwritten letter. <laughs> it's nice and there's like there, 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 there's there, there's a there's a there's a tradition and a novelty to it, but like. In term, there is no practical reason of why you should shoot on film, and I don't know if these guys had money or not. It doesn't look like they had a lot of money, but I guess uh, there you go. You, sh- sh- you-, you shot on film. Mm-hmm. I, for one, like yeah. ha- handwriting letters, but yeah. it's solely for the reasons that you said: nostalgia right. and yeah, doing it right. And it's and it's nice, and it's nice to receive a handwritten letter, and it's nice to watch a film that was shot on film, but like. I don't know, but you're annoyed. I'm, I'm, I, I, I like the the what you get from what you spend is nowhere neither. You know, like how you know what you could have accomplished in the time you wrote that letter. <laughs> 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 you know what I'm saying? So I don't know. What if what if at the end of that movie they they looked into the lens and then they just shot the film crew with a sixteen millimeter and they looked at the camera and it said like they both said together life in the digital age <laughs> and it cuts to black. That would Do be you a like great that? ending. Do, yeah. Are you would you watch that movie? Uh, it, it's not necessarily my thing. Right. When I see stuff like that, I just it, it just makes me feel like I'm so out of touch mm-hmm. <laughs> with like people my age. It's based on a Twitter thread. Yeah, tell me, tell me about this. A few years ago, there was this 100-tweet thread of this this woman telling the story of going down to Florida and being fucked over by this white chick. Mm. I, haven't, I haven't read it myself, but sort of an interesting premise for a movie that's funny do you think do you think that do you think that the 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 the, the twitter uh author like had to sell the rights <laughs> of her posts <laughs> i feel like twitter owns the rights once you i do it or is I, it that's is it public domain uh, these are the questions like was but like here's the thing it's like that is like is that is that something that you wrote for someone to buy you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess like books can sell their license to be to 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 to, to be turned into a screenplay. I wonder if that's what she did. I don't know. I I, ha- I have I have the feeling that the author of the thread wasn't paid for it. Mm-hmm. So this is so this is an adapted screenplay. <laughs> yeah. So if it was, I guess if it was nominated, it would be. It would have to be adapted. Yeah. I'll look into it after the episode because now, now I'm curious. I mean, it looks interesting, and it's so far apart from anything that I know. But the personalities are big. Mm-hmm. Kevin, what are we here to talk about? We are here to talk about the Joker. We are in a society right now. In a society. I didn't know the origin of that meme, and it turns out it's not from the movie. No. But it it was repopularized by it yeah no it, it just it just it just comes from 14 year olds who think they're deep mm-hmm. <laughs> and they just want to say things and they say things like that they think it's like significant but it's like very obvious to everybody but but i but i would like to start by saying that this movie you and i before it came out and quite a quite a bit of other people got a lot of hype for being exactly that yes so my first question is in that realm is were you excited for it and why Oh yeah, it seemed like a new dark take 
on Joker at a more more importantly than anything mature because mm-hmm. like his psychology the psychology of the Joker is super interesting the psychology of a lot of uh, Batman villains are super interesting and then you pair this off with Joaquin Phoenix someone who everyone like yes you got the pedigree to be able to pull something like that off and then the trailers came out and then the tone was like spot on it's like yes that's the movie we want to see made we're excited to see it mm-hmm did you see the trailer recently? No, but it's burnt into my into my brain because it was right. such a good trailer. Right. And I don't remember if I had known the movie was coming out and then I read a little more into it or if I had read it into it and then the trailer came out and had piqued my interest. But I remember being nervous because the movie was being directed by Todd Phillips. Yeah. Who's... Resume has the Hangover Trilogy, Due Date. I haven't seen War Dogs. I want to see War Dogs because I'm curious now, but not stuff that you you would see and think, okay, this guy is qualified to make a Joker movie. Yeah. So I was I was nervous in that regard. I wasn't because I like Due Date. <laughs> you oh no, you don't. I was fine. I just had it just it was playing and I didn't turn it off. So I think that's pretty good. <laughs> it's. It's a gross remake of Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Well, you know what? Robert Downey Jr. was in it. And so I was like, this guy knows how to work with superheroes. So I was like, <laughs> I was like, this guy, this guy has experience. He should have cast Zach Galifianakis as Joker. <laughs> well, he was already in Baskets, so it would have seemed too similar. <laughs> Shout out to Baskets. I was, I was also interested in the movie because... It had a smaller budget for yeah. a superhero movie. That's right. And there's not a lot of mid-budget movies that are made anymore. You either have the small stuff or something up to $20 million. But once you get into that 30 to 50 range, not a lot of stuff gets made at that level anymore. Yeah. So I was curious about that. Well, it's like with small stuff, you're you're forced to be creative, right? Mm-hmm. And that's the thing about larger budget movies is it's funny how much like resources you have yet less uncreative you are. (laughs) Because you want to make your money back. Exactly. Because it's like, this is a risk now. We can't lose all this money that we put in here. But you, you said you saw the trailer and you were immediately hooked. Yeah. You sent, you sent me the second trailer, I think, or something. Or maybe it sounds like Marin was in it and you were like, yo. (laughs) (laughs) I, I think that I think that was the tipping point is or yeah. the my my jumping point was Mark Marin was attached to it and I thought it was cool because yeah. we were joking. Hey Joker, who are your guys? <laughs> uh, that would be great. <laughs> I wait. I wish he was in it more. He he just played himself, which is pretty funny. But you know, anyway. I think whatever reservations I had about the movie were dissipated by the trailer, and I was excited about seeing it. Yeah. And so was everybody. And then the critical, the critics started to weigh in and there was this divide of, oh, it's it's a masterpiece or it's offensive garbage. And so I was I was curious about that. Were you? Uh, I don't remember. Did I see it before you? I think so. Okay. So I think I saw it. I think I saw it shortly after it came out and I didn't like see a lot of that stuff mm-hmm. because it had not come out like so much of it yet so i i i i went into it i don't even think i looked at the meta the meta score which is unusual for me (laughs) yeah that's usually determines whether you see something yeah but i remember coming coming in and leaving satisfied and we'll talk and we'll talk more about this later on but yeah that was i came in in the first viewing and left and that was not bad that was Mm -hmm. that was a that was a pretty good movie what was what was your first? I think I saw it later in its wide release. So when I finally saw it, I had absorbed. I haven't. I hadn't read a lot of the stuff, but I was hearing that it glorified violence, which I usually roll my eyes at because they're movies. Come on, but yeah. I I saw it in theaters with a group of people, and felt underwhelmed and uncomfortable. And I've told this story a couple times on the podcast where there was someone 
in the theater who would clap every time he killed someone oh, in God. the movie. So that and you thought, and you, thought you were next. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was really a, uncomfortable, and it really that was a doubter. It left a sour taste in my mouth because I didn't want to people killed. to think. <laughs> and I, I don't want to be that guy who's like, oh, video games cause violence and stuff like that. But I don't. I didn't want people to. I didn't want incels to feel justified in their opinions and actions. No, that makes sense. Did you know how you and how you'd seen Taxi Driver at this point? I hadn't seen Taxi Driver. I okay. think I had seen King of Comedy. Okay. Which is Joker feels cut from the same cloth, but that is a fantastic movie that is complete control over the tone. There's never any doubt about how you should feel about what's going on on screen. Yeah. So I had seen that and noticed a lot of the similarities. Yeah, and I I hadn't seen that, but I I I had seen Taxi Driver, and it's mm-hmm. it's it's less similar to that, but it hits uh, it touches on some of the same beats. So we can talk about that. Leading up to the rewatch, how have you felt about it, or did you rewatch it? That was that that was Friday was the first time I rewatched it and was like paying and was like paying attention. But you had good good opinions of it going into it. Less good. <laughs> Less good. Okay. Less good. And I think, and 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 this is and this is a common thing with me where like I'll watch something and I'll come out of the theater feeling like really positive about it, mm-hmm. and then like however many weeks later I I on review it go it, it loses like a point, or so you know. And I think, and I think that's going to have to be the situation with Joker. And it may, and it may be because, like, I kind of know, like, the twist, right? Not, it's not, and it's not even really that big of a twist, but like, I don't know. Yeah, I, I had felt the the negative things that I had, I explained, and I, I, was I've your, been was a roommate clapping after every kill. <laughs> <laughs> no, she Courtney would never watch this with me. Yeah, which I, I totally understand but i was excited to revisit it because i after seeing it the first time i knew that i disliked it but i didn't feel like i had the ability to articulate why and i feel like i i can now while also having a little bit more respect for the movie right which i like because i r- rather have nuanced opinions than oh i just didn't like it yeah before we go into what we like about the movie who is your favorite Joker, including animated versions? Oh, see, that's that question. That the, that question is deeper than it than, than than it seems. Is because I think acting wise, Heath Ledger and Joaquin are on, are actually on the same level, mm-hmm. but they are given different material. Yeah, it's the intent of the material. Right, right. So. At his best, Joaquin is Joaquin and Heath Ledger are probably tied. They're they're doing two very different things, so I don't think it's fair to say that one is like better than the other. But I'm saying both. But like right now, both of those are at the top of their class. Mm-hmm. And then Mark Hamill is like, and Mark Hamill's also not doing what the, what the other guys are doing either. So you, you you can throw him up there. When was the last time you watched the Tim Burton Batman? I don't think I I don't think I ever finished it. Oh really? I don't think is that is that is that is that Doctor is that Schwarzenegger as Doctor Freeze? Uh no, that's okay. Batman and Robin. Okay, so I saw that one. The first Batman has Michael Keaton and Jack Nicholson as Joker. Right. And I watched it last night just yeah. to put another Joker in context. It had it had been a long time, and I really enjoyed his performance. Again, yeah. it's 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 the intent of the whole thing, and so I feel like his performance fits perfectly in that world yeah what so what is that joker what is that joker trying to do it's it's not as dark or realistic as heath ledger it's yeah it is purely a comic book version not based in reality like he's just like he's just like a crazy clown guy yeah i see he's hammy but he's he's good at being hammy right yeah it's 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 funny because like you can boil down a lot of like Batman villains to that, you know. It's like Poison Ivy is crazy plant lady, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Doctor, I mean, there's a little more to Doctor Freeze, but like the Riddler is just like 
riddle riddle guy riddle me this batman right when bob kane was like i don't know if he made those villains but like when like the people were writing out the 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 the, the comics they weren't going like this guy is a symbol of anarchy (laughs) no it was about (laughs) i'm gonna do the same fucking joke i did oh batman someone robbed the five and dime store (laughs) (laughs) right 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 and maybe that's and like it's interesting because maybe that's what the society like uh put them into right that that's that's the reflection of like what the people at the time of the time yeah yeah so it makes sense that joker has evolved with the times and is not just crazy clown guy (laughs) it's kind of cool because you get a you get a litmus test for where we are right and it it doesn't look like we're in a good place there should be like a zola movie but it's like batman and joker (laughs) 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 and like batman is just posting on twitter about this crazy trippy one with this guy this bad bitch joker right here yeah (laughs) starting off with the positive things what do you like about the movie I like the tone for a lot of it. I like that like the 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 first like a third of the movie. I like I th- I think it sets you in like a dr- like a dreary kind of place and like it does that with its color palette. And I love like the kind of like blown out yellows that they have kind of mixed in with like grungy like blues and greens. And I think that that sets the place well because the light isn't like filling the darkness it just seems like separated by it the mm-hmm. dark the dark is always kind of dark and the bright is always kind of bright they don't like they don't intermingle and that and, and and that that really speaks a lot to his like his environment you know and his character like he doesn't the sun doesn't really like make him <laughs> like fill fill him up like make, make him feel better he's like surrounded by like the darkness uh, uh, that he's in so i think mm-hmm. the palette and the tone of the uh, of the cinematography is working for it really well I think that certain scenes with Joaquin just being Joaquin and able to do what he's doing and, and like not, it's funny enough, like not say dialogue. I think those work really well in like showing the character. Mm-hmm. I think that's it. I think mostly the tone, <laughs> it, it, it gets right for a lot of it. And then it just kind of drops off towards the end. But we can talk about that. Building on what you said, I also love the visual style the most. That was something that even if I wasn't enjoying what was on screen, I had a lot of visual information to chew on. And I listened to an interview with the DP and he talked about really developing because it was it was shot on digital and Todd Phillips was a big film guy just because he liked he liked the visual output and he didn't want to he didn't want to be distracted by a screen on on set but they shot it on digital and the dp talked about really working with the the image to give it that grainy film texture which i have described some digital films as feeling sterile in that regard and this really felt rich and dirty in a way that i like yeah Especially the night scenes. Yeah, I, I love that part of it. And I really liked that it's a comic book story dealing with mental health. Because we haven't seen that before in a serious way, have we? Mm. It's never been the focus of the story. Split? I guess. But something but something that Un- is... Unbreakable? But even that feels like Shyamalan's you, version of a... Don't, don't you feel stupid now? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't have that broad appeal that I feel a DC property would have. Right, 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 right. I know what you're saying. And what are your favorite scenes or moment? Do you have a favorite scene or moment in the movie? Uh, I, I, I have two, and and and, and I'm gonna I'm gonna have you guess which two they are. Okay. It's yeah, let's go. What do you think? I'm gonna guess bathroom dance. Correct. <laughs> and the talk show or the stairs. My my second scene, and it's I don't even I don't I don't even think it's really a scene. It's like a sh- it's like a shot really, mm-hmm. but it's 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 the scene when he finds out that it, that that his mom was abusive to him, 
mm-hmm. that she also had mental problems. And then you just see Joaquin on the stairs, and he's just like laugh crying, right? And it's and it, he it's done so well because you feel sadness, but you also feel anger. But he's crying, right? So it's all beneath that 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 layer and that surface. And there's mm-hmm. so much going on in that scene. And he's not saying anything, really. It's just him, like, exuding that emotion. Yeah. The sorrow for his mother. But, like, how could you How could you do this? But he, the only way he can express it is through laughing. I think that was so powerful. Mm-hmm. And the other one was bathroom dance? Yes. Okay. I mean, like, for the same reasons, really, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. One more thing I want to say that I liked is the the score. The score by itself. I'm, I'll go into a little more depth about its placement in the movie but i think the score by itself is good it's funny because like when you when you when you think about it it's just that one song played at different speeds (laughs) (laughs) it's just bathroom dance played at different speeds (laughs) but my favorite scene is when he kills his mom yeah there was a confidence there that i feel like he's been coming into the entire movie and he he finally rolls over into this bad person who does a act of cruelty yeah that's also a complicated scene too isn't it because it's like i think she was a victim of mental illness Mm. and i don't think and i and i don't think it was her fault but he has but he chooses to take it out on her yeah and that's when he becomes a bad guy because yeah sure he shoots those other guys because like they were being you know they were they were gonna they could they could have killed him right he -hmm. was like that you could argue that that was self-defense, but like when, but it, but it, but it was a huge character moment when he chooses to that he wasn't he wasn't gonna take it anymore and kill mm-hmm. her, and kill his mother. So moving over into the fixing part, what is at the top of your list? The top of my list is just lack of nuance. I yeah, Daniel's like Daniel's not here right now for yeah for you, for you folks in the ether. But there are, like, big obvious parts that you could just cut out because you don't need, like, the journal. Yeah, and, 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 and feel free to this – is, this is not just me talking here, if you have anything. Building off of that, that's my biggest issue with the score, is that the score is always implemented in a way to tell you how to feel when the image is enough. Right. Every single time, it when something is happening, it, it has to come in to – add some extra emphasis to what's already on screen. And I, I, I agree with you that after the first third of the movie, I, I sort it. of checked out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't need any more of this. It's like, and it's like scenes were like, it's, 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 it's like scenes were like, and it's like whole scenes is what I mean. There's mm-hmm. a scene where he's like talking with his therapist is like telling him like, Hey, this is gonna be our last meeting because we kind of. They don't budget. give a shit about people like us, right? And it's like she's saying like super obvious stuff like that, and then ah, he's yes. saying, and he's saying super obvious stuff like, "Well, what's gonna to happen to my medication?" <laughs> <laughs> that whole scene could have just been boiled down to like him listening to it on like a voicemail, him like, and 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 you could just see him doing something else, or like see his his, his facial reactions, just like let Joaquin like do Joaquin, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, you get you get everything you need to out of out of that whole conversation, because then that's that, that's the same scene where like he goes, uh, "You don't really listen, do you?" Like all I have are negative thoughts. I'm like, really? <laughs> I don't you, say you struck me as a really happy guy. <laughs> and like even like bigger scenes, it's like like too like there's uh, there's a scene uh, after he finds out. I I don't remember exactly how. But he finds out that he might, he finds the letters is how, yeah. and he goes to meet talk to talk to Tom, Thomas Wayne and he runs into Bruce and Alfred and then Alfred basically says to him hey your mom's crazy and he's like shut up and then he just goes off and he talks to Thomas Wayne and then Thomas Wayne goes hey your mom's crazy I was like why did we need that scene with Bruce and Alfred <laughs> that's a common complaint that I've heard is that the the Batman elements feel the most obligatory yeah like it takes place in gotham we gotta get them in there i'm not saying that like you need to get them out of there i'm just saying that you need to think of a way to give the character nuance without they're just making it sloppy not not just making it sloppy but you need to dig deeper you know Mm -hmm. 
there's a lot there. Like, what if, like, earlier in the movie, he found out about the whole uh, mom being crazy thing, and, and more of it was that, dealing with him and his mother, and then and then ultimately it led to him killing her, and, like, him, like, spiraling down the psychosis. That would, that would be more interesting to me. And so a note that I have written down, and let me... You tell me if you agree with this. Do you feel that every character besides Arthur is two-dimensional? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> because his therapist, the woman on the bus, Thomas Wayne, his mom, they all seem to be plot devices to get him to this end result. Now, his girlfriend, like when you when you first saw that, how did did you pick up on it quickly after quickly or because it took me towards the end not 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 at like the very end but like towards the end i don't think that i was tracking that it wasn't true it felt odd yeah but... that's how it felt to me too but upon second viewing it's kind of like it's, it's so like, obvious right <laughs> right and like i think i i think the master class on how to do that right is a beautiful mind do you remember that do you remember the first time you saw a beautiful mind when you first found out that, like, that girl and his best friend were, like, fake, you were like, what? Yeah. Right? Because, like, they made him real to you. Like, they gave him an arc. They gave him character. And mm-hmm. that's, how you, and you, that's, that's, that, that's what you got to do. And at the end of the day, if you make them real, then it, hurt, then it hits harder. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so, that's the dangers in making your characters feel 2D is because, like, you feel like the, the protagonist doesn't have anything to bounce off of. No. Did did it feel like there's not really a, a strong through line? Because we're talking about him finding the letters between his mom and Thomas Wayne. Yeah. And he literally walks into the apartment and picks up the letter. And that motivates the next yeah. plot point. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I mean, he he's, he's got to find out somehow. <laughs> he, he does. There's There has to be a better way than that, though. Um. Well, I think, well, here's the thing. You, like, you can't have the mom reveal it. I think you need to preserve the fact that the mom is under, is, is a victim of mental illness as much as he is. Mm-hmm. So I, so maybe he gets, maybe he gets a DM'd. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen the movie or are you familiar with the movie, The Piano Teacher? Who is in it? It's a Michelle Haneke film with Isabelle Huppert. Oh, yes. That's the one where she has an affair with a student. Yes. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. And do you remember how disgusting and uncomfortable the relationship with her mom felt? Oh, yeah. I do. Yeah. So imagine that in in Joker form. So cut. Again, this this movie has a subtlety problem. It's bashing you over the head with everything you're supposed to feel. And it's so frustrating. And if she was more, if her abuse was more insidious and more demeaning to Arthur's character, then well, here's the thing: is that you'd like, believe it more. Well, well, here's the thing: is like, do you make her more likable or less likable? Well, she's she's not really anything right now. That's that's, that, that's the thing. But like, so she's... make her more unlikable. I think. Okay. Just go go all the way. If you're if you're if you're making an ugly portrait of society's indifference toward mental illness then bring that mental illness to a boiling point and show the effects of it that's interesting yeah 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 yeah. oh yeah i mean yeah because it 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 kind of just like falls on you right i was like oh shit she's the shit she's a really terrible person like Mm -hmm. one day i guess that makes sense yeah but at the same time though like why would joker like because he loves her he loves his mom it's interesting what if if you should make her more or less likable but I think I think I think less likable makes sense for that art. Mm-hmm. But then, but then, but then, herein lies the question: is like when he kills her, does that that makes him more sympathetic? And like, do you want to sympathize with Joker? I think in this iteration, he has the potential to be the most sympathetic version. You don't have to agree with everything he does, but you need to understand him. Yeah. That's true. He's like the first part of Heath Ledger's Joker's life, where Heath Ledger is just the pure where he has come, but we're seeing we're seeing what has where where he started. Right. Like how did this dog get chasing cars? Why yeah, is this it, dog chasing cars? <laughs> I just do stuff. 
And but what would he do if he caught it? <laughs> <laughs> and another, another, just another detail that I think could have been. You don't have to scrap it completely, but have it build. Is his laugh? It's yeah. it's present at the beginning of the movie. Literally five minutes in, he's doing the laugh thing. I think if you had had him do it incrementally throughout the movie, it's something that is starting to happen to him. Yeah. That's a lot more effective than blowing your load immediately. Yeah, the issue is that in the play, in the flashback, his mom says like that he was just like laughing the entire time. And then you realize that, oh, the reason why he's developed a psychosis is because the things that he experienced with his mom. Just in case you weren't getting it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. You could structure it in a way in which like it's like a small, smaller kind of laugh. Like it is something that he's always done. Like, oh, like that that's a weird thing that you did just now and then and then and then have it become like really crazy at the end. Yeah. Yeah. That is true. Wait, what 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 were your favorite parts? We didn't we, we didn't we didn't get to there. I talked about him killing his mom. Oh, that's it? Anytime that you see him coming into his own. Yeah. Cause I think I think what the, the best thing about the movie is he's finding his confidence as he's doing more and more awful things. Yeah. And it's it's an interesting it's a dichotomy that's intriguing to me. So anytime it does that is when it's at its best for me. Right. Do you remember do you remember all the hubbub? Well, I, you touched on it earlier in the show, but like when like I was seeing posts on Facebook of moms going like, "Hey, there's a scene where a character in this movie brutally murders three men in a in, in a trade stop." Mhm. And it and it is brutal. It's an interesting character character moment for him. I don't look into any of that stuff because I I feel like it's just the current hot topic. Yeah. What what thing are we going to be upset about at the moment? And violence in movies. First of all, that was that was something I also had was on my radar is that the movie was really really violent. It was more than it should have been. Or needed but, ne- needed to be. But it it I mean, I have <laughs> There's like like that like there's a specific reason why you see the shots of him shooting the guys in first person. Mm-hmm. And I think it was because like he wanted to give us power. And I think that was interesting. This is, this is a him moment. You should see him pulling the trigger. But for some reason, it's from the perspective of us like killing people. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, so which is leads me back to my point. Like I don't, which is like needlessly violent. Maybe. Because like, wouldn't it, wouldn't it have been just as, as effective is like to see an a uh, shot from the outside of the train and just seeing like th- like two flashes go off depersonalize it uh yeah no yeah well you make it more objective well, and you less see, subjective you see the two deaths and then you cut to him uh-huh. okay so this cuz this moment is about him it isn't about like cuz in the in the heat of it he's just like on about killing these guys mm-hmm. right but it's like and like and you get it later in the bathroom scene, which is, which I love so much, but like he is, this is, this is, it's him realizing his, his power. Right. But how they showed it seemed like it was us realizing our power, but I don't want to kill anybody. So <laughs> yeah, no, that, that's a fair statement. I guess I, I was, I'm, I'm dismissive if people complain about a movie being too violent because it seems a little puritanical to me. Yeah. I'm more interested in it's uh, this. I think this is what you're touching on is a movie's use of violence right. to make it more purposeful and not exploitative, which right. I think is a more interesting conversation than just all violence is bad. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Well, how did you feel it was done in this movie? I don't think I can. I'd, I'd have to rewatch it from that standpoint and see if it, if it was more exploitative than it was to create yeah. subjective experience. Well, let's talk about the, 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 oh God, what's his name? The true detective bad guy scene <laughs> in his apartment. Oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. So that, that scene set, that scene is him fully actual, Arthur is fully actualized and he's about to set off and then, a good friend of his and a less good friend of his show up and then he goes ham on his less good friend. 
and funny enough, it ends on a light note of, you know, him, of his buddy getting locked out and him helping his buddy get out. Yeah. On some levels. I, f- on I feel some- sorry for his friend a lot. <laughs> and I, I, I've read some stuff about it being ins- insensitive towards little people. That's interesting. I hadn't, I hadn't heard that take, but, but that is interesting. On some, on some levels, that scene works for me. On other levels, it doesn't work for me. How did, how did, how did that scene work for you? I'm a little bit torn yeah. about it because at the same time I th- I think the movie should it should capture Arthur's descent into committing heinous acts I don't, I don't know yeah it's it's kind of tough right because like what you said before is like all these characters before have been kind of two-dimensional and so he's supposed to have this moment with his like his his friend and he's just like you're the only person who's ever been nice to me thank you I was like you you don't the only thing you've ever done to this guy is laugh at him. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I guess, and I understand that he's like a depressed loner who doesn't really like, this is all he knows. Give, give, give this guy more of a character moment. Yeah. It needs to be a moment of Arthur realizing his, his power of gross murder. Is the scene uncomfortable as it is right now? It was definitely a breaking of tone. Right, because you didn't really there was there wasn't really any comedy in that in the movie up until that scene, and then if you remember, it like segues into the stair dance scene, which is even a further break of tone. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that too. Uh, but so, uh, I I think I remember in the theater thinking that was pretty funny though. Not like not him being stabbed, but like him like trying to get out and like oh hey, <laughs> can you help me out here? And he's like oh sorry, hey you're 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 the only guy who's ever been nice to me. Thank you, because it paints it it, it paints Arthur as like he's not like completely psychotic. He's psychotic in the sense that he'll like kill people who wronged him, but he's not like a sociopath and like he kills everybody. You know he's mm-hmm. he still has. Yet his, his right, he still has his idea of right and wrong. But like, I mean, in in the movie, he only kills people that have wronged him. That's true. But should he have that power? No. But we live in a society. <laughs> um, I I think da- Daniel's laugh crying right now for those of you. <laughs> uh, I'm the putting on makeup. Yeah, yeah, meme. yeah. I almost want Arthur to go on a a mission of revenge where each subsequent crime increases in severity. So maybe you see him start to stalk his neighbor and, and then I was like, it's like kill bill. (laughs) Yeah. But you, you see, you see him pushing himself farther and farther. So maybe start with him getting revenge on the, the guy who gave him the gun. Yeah. And then maybe he seeks out the three, Wayne employees and kills them. That happens 30 minutes into the movie, which is not that long. I think just just, just structurally it, it it is such a big that is such a a big uh, moment. At the same to time, happen. I feel like if it happened later that would be too late. At the 15 minute mark, I feel like we know who this guy is. And that's the problem. There's nowhere left to go. <laughs> right. So after, but like after, it feels like after 15 minutes, he needs to do something. <laughs> but I, I think if you start with less and show more and more of him, see him commit acts of increasing severity is the best way to show him leading up to the most awful act, which I have, I'm, I did a major change in my fix where instead of Murray, the talk show host being the receiver of his ire i think the everything should be geared towards thomas wayne oh you think he should kill thomas wayne yes because isn't thomas wayne representative of everything that's wrong with gotham he's he's the he's the rich guy and they're the city is cutting all these resources for is he now disadvantaged people is he is he the mayor or is he is he running for the mayor? He's running for mayor. So who so so isn't the bad guy the mayor? <laughs> is it Thomas Wade trying to make it better? <laughs> That's what he says, but I I don't you think yeah, you're right. He's probably not gonna I don't I don't know. 
as he is right now, he's two-dimensional, and he's an asshole. So is everybody in the movie, but yeah. Yeah. So I I think there needs to be more 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 time spent with Thomas Wayne, see behind the scenes of his uh of his mayoral campaign. Yeah. And maybe show maybe show Joker attending a, a rally <laughs> and he's he's just plotting and hearing Thomas Wayne say stuff like, We need to run Gotham like a business or have him promote stop and frisk or something. <laughs> See that those are all the things. See, I, I that's that that's that's what's so tough to me about fixing this movie is that it needs less nuance. I mean, it needs more nuance. It needs less like, it needs less like of those things happening because like we we know. I feel like we know the arc. I feel like from the very start we know where we know where it's going. But didn't we know the arc before even watching the movie? Yeah. So the whole thing should just be an exploration. Is my is my thing. Is 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 what happens and more about how he feels about what is happening. So I think you had it. You 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 had a good idea on like his his laugh getting crazier after mm-hmm. after he does these things. But yeah, but yeah. So so yeah. Maybe maybe he he can do these things, but like less emphasis on like what he's doing and more emphasis on like how it's turning him. Okay, like the worsening of a. Uh... Kind of like, did you did you see the Safety Brothers Good Time? I saw, I saw, I saw the I saw Uncut Gems. Do you know what Good Time is? Where essentially Robert Pattinson is a criminal. Yeah. But it's because of class reasons, and he he keeps doing the worse and worse things to push himself forward. So I guess sort of like that. Mm, interesting. No, I I'd have to see it, but yeah, that, that 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 would be interesting, because I think the ultimate bad guy in this is, because like what society? Yeah, well, that's <laughs> so okay. Yeah, is it not? Is it not? I mean, it ends with a big riot, right? What are they rioting against? Society, right? But so, but that's why I mean, and to me, it makes sense that he that he kills Murray because. That's the match that sets off the riots, because Thomas Wayne, because in it Thomas Wayne is killed during the riots, or like, or, or or do you think when Thomas Wayne dies, that's when the riots go off somehow? Murray's death is the, I think the the starting point, and then Gotham's in turmoil, and that's when the Waynes are killed. But I just I just feel like Thomas Wayne is more representative of the problems that are facing society, whereas Murray. Is just a bully who is mean to Joker on TV. But I think what's important. I mean, yeah, you're not gonna change society. <laughs> That's the thing. It's always gonna be like the way it is. So I think it's interesting that like he kind of wins at the end. I mean, I guess he's in, he's institutionalized. I don't know. It's 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 it's. Yeah, he's he's not gonna he's not gonna change society. So he becomes that agent of chaos. Yeah. And he starts killing indiscriminately. Right. And may- maybe Thomas Wayne doesn't deserve it. Maybe Thomas Wayne is a good guy. I mean, he's going to be killed anyway. Yeah. And it to me, it makes sense that he's killed by the society, right? It's because, like, in a way, like, this crazy world that, like, he's, like, put together is going to be the end of him. Mm. Right? Not necessarily, like, Joker, but, like, you made your bed. You know, where, where are the super cats? <laughs> what? <laughs> What? <laughs> in the movie, I beg your pardon. In the movie, Gotham has a problem with super rats. In the movie, that that's right. It's, that's right. I have a solution, Daniel. Super cats. <laughs> He's not fixing the problems. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. Why don't we turn the rats into tires? <laughs> my, my dumbass thought like that was gonna be somehow a plot thread because like they really they really show that like they 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 they, they, they... it's the first thing you hear isn't it <laughs> a, it's a news report yeah i was like super rats are becoming a problem in god i was like that's interesting where is this gonna go super cats <laughs> that's the last <laughs> we hear of the super rats <laughs> oh. but in in closing i th- i think that there was a more engaging engaging direction to go with the thomas wayne character because he again he's two-dimensional it could have been explored more and 
I have an image of Thomas. Maybe Thomas Wayne is a, is is actually a good guy. He's going to clean up Gotham. He's doing a rally, and then Joker is the only one standing at the rally, and he shoots Thomas Wayne, and then Martha Wayne. I don't know. No, that I don't know. To me, that's interesting. Like, what if, like, yeah. like, yeah, like, what if Joker? And then society falls apart. Well, no, that see, oh, that there we go. Wait, we're on a subject. Okay, so Thomas Wayne is the only good guy, but Joker lighting the match off and turning Gotham like this is what kills the good guys so in in him getting his revenge on society he makes it worse i see right to me that's more satisfying okay i'm a little skeptical of the uh the good billionaire plot point it's a little too uh bloombergian and too capitalist (laughs) but i don't know no what if he's but what if he's like developing what if it like what if it's like in wayne tech industries and you just see like the big monitor screens and he's just like looking at his like super cats (laughs) (laughs) master wayne right alfred i'm busy (laughs) uh before we move on to the next segment are there any other changes that you think would improve the movie more bathroom scene music I like that song. <laughs> mm-hmm. It it sucks because the the score is good, but it's not used well. So we need more score and less score. It's, it's not, yeah, you're right. It's because like the score is good, but there's only one song, and the movie's two hours long. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we just hit you over the head with it. What if what if what if Joker went to the bathroom like every. <laughs> and it starts what if what if every scene he's just in the bathroom and he's just like washing his hands? He starts going pee and he's oh shit! It starts... <laughs> and it, like no, it, the scene opens and the guy is just like in a stall like pooping and then he just starts hearing the music and he goes like what the hell? <laughs> oh no, he's here. Right. So the next segment is what is the future like for this property? Do you want to see a sequel for it? Oh. Let's, what's what's the what's what's the what's the update on Pattinson? That movie's its own thing. They they have been firm in telling everyone that Todd Phillips Joker exists by itself, and Warner Brothers is doing its own DC Dark label where it's going to be more individualized s- stories. That being said, this movie made a billion dollars off a fifty to seventy million dollar budget. That's a big gain yeah and money yeah so it's it's profitable highest grossing r-rated movie of all time first one to break a billion dollars that's true you know what my favorite do you do you, you want do you, to see it you know, is the thing you know what my favorite r-rated superhero movie uh kick ass logan anyway oh yes oh yes yeah. okay so many that's a good answer everybody forgets logan it's so good but everyone always forgets it i don't know why it's too sad that's why uh that's true it's a heavy it's a heavy movie no you're right you're right you're right but a lot of good things are sad <laughs> and heavy no, i i agree you know, joker could have been one of those things what if what if there was a clone of joker <laughs> uh i do i i i do want to see the movie in the trailer <laughs> You know, you want to see the, you want to see the the right. version that the trailer created in your mind. Right, I want to see that. And I want to see Cloud Atlas, <laughs> <laughs> and I want to see Godzilla. So yeah, I think the what the movie is is trying to do is still on the table, and I and I and I think it's still up for grabs, and I'm I'm still willing to see it. You know, mm-hmm. because it's like what you said earlier, like and there's not a lot of movies about mental illness superheroes in 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 in, in the in, in the superhero genre. And I agree. I'm I'm skeptical if it's the same same group of people making the movie because are they just gonna do the same thing again and hit you over the head with the the intent? Do you think a Batman one would be weird, or do you think it would be interesting? A dark Batman movie or a Joker story with Joaquin, including Batman? No, like 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 American Psycho Batman, because Batman is kind of a psycho. That's more interesting than sad rich billionaire. <laughs> fighting crime especially in this climate right right like the villains are joker i was gonna say joker is is more interesting than batman because you have yeah the the reason why he became why these people become bad is always right more interesting than 
uh, Cal-El fell, fell from the sky, and he has those good American values. Right. Well, I mean, that... Batman Batman is a is an interesting case is because like he 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 kind of became this way because of like the death of his parents. Mhm. But it's like he's like crazy and like nobody told him. It's kind of, but it it is it, it is kind of hard to feel sorry for him considering that he is a billionaire though and he has all the resources to get over it. <laughs> but yeah. chooses to just be violent and kill people. Not that he kills anybody, but that would be if you if you did sort of a a homelander Batman sort of thing that is that is interesting and that's why you know that's why the the tim burton batman i liked it a lot more than i was expecting because batman kills people yeah he's he's operating entirely in that he actually uh, he does there's, there's a lot of there's a lot of people who die at his hands and there it's not explicit Jesus. but it's one of those things if you think about it and oh wait there was a lot of people in that building he just blew up <sighs> It's like a scene where like he's supposed to like save a plane, but it just and everyone ends up dying. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. Also, the, the thing about the boys is I like it, but I think it's too dark for me. <laughs> That's fair. I think I I like what it's doing, but I think it's like for my taste, it's it goes a step too far. Do not read the comic because yeah, then you you will <laughs> you will be disturbed i heard yo i i I hear in later seasons it gets even worse so i'm like (laughs) i was like okay i'm done but it's a good show show it's a good show though the the show has the benefit of being able to tone that down and i think it's for the better but um you are open to a joker sequel a sequel or a remake (laughs) not no more (laughs) i don't want to i don't we're talking we're talking about a we're talking about a remake okay because this this group of people who made the movie were successful so that that would be the clearest i don't know if i want to see a sequel of this but i would i would i would entertain another stab at it like what if (laughs) walking but i don't want to i don't want to see it again well i mean it would be different you know like (laughs) you know how like are you watching the amazing spider-man are you seeing the same spider-man it's a little different just a little bit yeah yeah, yeah. Literally. This, this is this is where superhero fatigue begins to set in. We need, we need, we need it into the Spider Verse for Joker, right? <laughs> One thing I will say is that Courtney was watching the Harley Quinn show on HBO Max. Very good show. Yeah, have you seen it? Yeah, very good show. It's it's fucking funny. It's a very good show. Yeah, that's it's, it. Was the only show that I think DC Universe had, and they're like, please, <laughs> please sign up and watch this show. I may watch more of it because I was... It's very funny. I was laughing a lot. It is, it is very funny. It was like Rick and Morty humor, but with a comic book property. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 more people need to see that show. Cause it, it is very funny. But uh, to, to wrap everything up, uh, what is your rating of Joker and why? I'm going to give Joker... Oh, gosh. Just because of the two scenes that I like in it, it's gonna, I'm going to give it a six. But if those two scenes were not in it, it would get a 4.5. <laughs> Got it. It's just because I feel like it's as deep as a puddle. And it doesn't really it doesn't really try or like have any interest to dig deeper. So, if you're 14, it's a great movie for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 14 and this is deep. Yeah, it, it, but if you if you if you if you want to 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 actually get to the bottom of like why society is at the place where it's at, maybe this is not the best mm-hmm. movie. Would you? So you wouldn't want to see a sequel to this. You wouldn't want to see another step at this. The version I want to see is the one I described. So if you're doing anything else other than a nuanced portrayal of Joker, then count me out. Do we know the Joker's going to be in the Pattinson one? No, it's the Riddler. Are you interested in the Riddler? Not, not really, because you're again, you're you're reaching the the limit of what these superhero stories can do, which is why I like the boys because it's dealing with, okay, you have these people who are essentially gods, yeah. and they're doing awful things all the time, yeah. and you can't do anything about it. Yeah, that's intriguing, because especially because we idolize these properties so much. Yeah. So you you either do more of that, or you go into the real world consequences like Joker does with mental health. Yeah. But you do a better job. 
and that's what I, and, and I, I just said it but like that's what i want to see because like i do feel like that, that that's an important theme to get out there mm-hmm. and like that is that is a good that is a good evolution of joker where where yeah. we are now it's just it just it just did not land <laughs> did not uh, nail the landing but like i feel like i feel like we're running out of guys to play joker now <laughs> I don't know why I don't know who, who who could pull it off anymore. Yeah, who's the next uh next person who it'll be a Oscar Beatty thing? Jeff Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe in eleven years time, um we'll see uh, a Joker whose origins is he couldn't he couldn't get his family a vaccine during a pandemic. There you go. Maybe maybe we're gonna get to that point. There you go. Just a little crazy, waiting in these lines. <laughs> <laughs> what were you gonna say? Were you gonna say something? Uh, not related to the, not re- less related to Joker, but more related to Jeff Daniels. Is I I watched the Hemingway documentary. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah, I was I, I was I was imagining Joker, but it's the excerpts of Jeff Daniels reading <laughs> Hemingway's journals. <laughs> We live in a society. <laughs> and those those hard periods, end of sentence. Yeah. So my rating, because because it hits you over the head with it and it isn't a fully fleshed out, because it hits you over the head with what it's trying to do and a lot of the characters aren't three-dimensional, I got to give it a high four, about a five out of 10 mm-hmm. it, I, I like the visual style and I think Joaquin does a decent job with what he's given but as a whole I I don't like it and I was irritated that it got so much academy attention last year I thought that was embarrassing a couple, a couple years ago well it, it, it was the most nominated thing and it's kind of you know one of the one of the greatest letterbox reviews echoes your puddle statement where it said if you've never swam in the ocean you would think a a pool is deep mm. I'm like oh yeah that's nails it i wonder if do you think if it was deeper more people would like watch it i think so I, because i was that's a thing i i, I think so I don't. <laughs> Maybe it would have made less money, yeah. but there's the built there's the built in fact that it's it's comic book, okay, and people will see that. I guess. So I think that's one of the biggest missed opportunities because you have this avenue to tell a realistic story in this fantastical genre, or something that's that's less realistic. So while you're selling while you're while you're selling the people. A superhero story or a, a character from a superhero story get the real shit in there yeah and that, that, that's that's the issue with comic book uh, stories i feel like it can only go so be f- crowd pleasing go so far right go so far in telling a real story and then it's got to be like oh that's right we're a comic so we gotta we gotta we gotta get in we, we gotta oh are you caught up in the falcon well you're not watching the falcon by the way i'm not watching that so what the falcon is doing is you care by the way uh before we before we get into that can we let's let's wrap oh, this that's up right. so okay I'd, we'll wrap we'll, we'll do a wrap um but uh kevin uh thank you so much for listening to joker uh for listening to joker thank you so much for talking about joker with me and for i think we had a really good discussion since I picked Joker, what movie do you want to do next? Oh, I don't know, but it'll be a surprise. It could be Rogue One. Could be Rogue One. I don't know. Could have a I, a Gareth Edwards theme going. Oh, that, oh. <laughs> Which I, I'm fine with. Yeah, we'll see. I don't have any ideas to fix Rogue One, but I also haven't seen it. So, so the problem with watching some of these movies is that, like, I don't want to see Rogue One again. <laughs> Oh, you don't? There's not enough for you to enjoy? Oh, my gosh. The problem with these movies that, like, don't say a lot, which I feel like Rogue One also has a little bit of issues of, is that, like, we don't know what it's trying to say, so we can't really help it. 
Well, you, you can create what it's trying to say. That's true. That's true. You can pro- project. We we can project ourselves onto someone else's art. That's true. That's true. That's that's true. Yeah, let's do that. All right. Rogue One. You want to do Rogue One? Yeah. Let's let's do Rogue One. Okay. You heard you heard it here, folks. We're gonna do Rogue One next time. Bye. Thank you.